What's up, everybody? It's Erin. And Nicole, welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up. Welcome, everybody. Oh, boy. Um, We're here again. A very happy Dave Matthews Band bus incident to you, my my lady. <laughs> is, it a, is it our anniversary again? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is our... Uh, and and this year's anniversary gift is sharts. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I didn't know this year was the sharts year. Yeah, last year was paper, as in the toilet variety. Mm. This year it's a shart. Next year it's mm. a bucket of dung, and oh we God. just move on from there. If you don't know what we're talking about, we did a whole episode about the time that Dave Matthews Band's uh, tour bus dumped its entire. Uh, like toilet, septic tank, septic yeah. tank onto a bridge in Chicago, which then went all over a uh, boat. Uh, the architecture people to her boat, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is actually horrendous. That's right. We do a whole thing, yeah. a whole thing about it, and then we did a TikTok talking, just making fun of Dave Matthews Band. Like, we don't even care. We like, lightly care. making fun of. Yeah, like, we don't even care. We're just, like, we were making fun of them because the story was so funny and, like, they deserved it for this incident, yeah. you know? What? Dave Matthews is fucking rich and famous. What What does he care if we make fun of him? You know what I mean? No, and, like, we don't, we just, like, we're, ma- it's like a fucking podcast. We're making yeah. jokes. We're ripping. And well, we're- the engagement that we have had from that TikTok is still, still insane day. yeah we like, get people it, commenting all the time being like you don't fucking know anything about music you talentless yeah. hacks and we're just like yeah okay. let's see you pick up a guitar you dumb fat bitches like <laughs> okay know. stop right there like the dmb fans are hostile so they're really it out was there it was wild um yeah real just really throwing some really horrible uh things some yeah. horrible words towards us um it's crazy so check that out out if you yeah. want yeah. if you want to see some really funny insults yeah um hilarious <sighs> all right well um we have tiktok yeah we have a we TikTok. Have oh that's good that's good biz good segue to the biz uh check out our tiktok we i don't think i've posted anything on there in a while but I will. You know, I'll be inspired at some point, and then I'll go back to all the clips we've pulled, and, and I'll do, like, a dump. Well, here's the thing. Nicole, when she does a TikTok, like, because I don't know how to use TikTok. I mean, I do, <laughs> but it's I don't have time to, like, yeah, devote yeah. to, you know, making the edits. Like, I can figure yeah. it out, but, like, I just don't have the 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 bandwidth for it yeah 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 uh but nicole actually is a genius with it mm, thank you. like her edits are fucking so good the her mind that's all i'll say oh it's my god so thank you. you just gotta you gotta check it out if you haven't yet sometimes i just am inspired you know and i go mm-hmm. mm, this would be fun and so then i get into it but yeah i haven't today actually i was thinking about it you know, just things take up space in my mind. And then when some things wind down, then I can do other things. You know, it's just kind of like a juggling act. So things are a little calmer in my life right now. Uh, and so I was like, you know, maybe I'll get back into. Because it's a project whenever TikTok. you do it. And it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's a project. It takes, it takes hours. And then there's yeah. the frustration of like, then no one's seeing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, cool. No one saw this. Uh well, I see it. You see it, yeah. People see it, but you know, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, I will say I almost reshared the Dave Matthews one today because it was the anniversary, but the video isn't really about that event. It's like mm. just like making fun of them as a band. So I was like, you we, know, I'm we should pull it. another clip from it. Just There's so lots. we have. I think it. we. Yeah, I, we already have some. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just too funny. It's too funny. Yeah. We have a lot of good uh, uh, clips. Well, anyway, yeah, check out our TikTok. Check out all of mm-hmm. our social media accounts if you want. And also mm-hmm. check out our Patreon. It's super fun. Um, it's patreon.com slash podcast. If you yeah. want to, like, get extra content, support us mm-hmm. in our endeavor of making this podcast. Yeah. Um, 
as Nicole was saying, it is a lot of work and time. And mm-hmm. so, and it's yeah. just us. We don't have it's anybody us. helping us. No. Ever. It's just Nobody us. helps us. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, uh, we do the damn thing. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, we, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And I think all yeah. the extra stuff, you know, like on Patreon, we make that content because if you're a patron, you're, giving us your hard-earned cash for mm-hmm. uh, additional content. And so we're happy to make that. And so that's always that, you know, that's a priority. So things like TikToks get, you know, sometimes put on the back burner and we don't really mm-hmm. keep up on social media as much as we would like to. But not to say we we're keep, not always thinking about it. Yeah, and we do, we do our best to keep up on the – patreon and on the discord that we have oh yeah the discord's just social time for me like i just go in there and hang out yeah it's great honestly like we're just like getting to know people in there because it's like Mm -hmm. a tight-knit community Mm -hmm. uh and so it's fun like people share their vacations or whatever i think we were talking about this a little bit um last week like what people are sharing there like selfies and stuff but like I even saw something earlier and I like tagged I saw it on Instagram and I tagged someone and shared it oh. in the discord because I was like, oh, this like made me think of that person because they were just on a vacation at this place. So it's very fun. It's very yeah. we're just hanging out in there. And I, I really do want to do more stuff in there like, oh, we popped in that one day and we were talking about the RuPaul's Drag Race uh, All Stars All Winners finale. Mm-hmm. We had a little impromptu discussion. We had to. We had a lot of thoughts and feelings about yeah. it that we had to get off our chest. So we, yeah. we, we had. There's like a function functionality in the Discord where we could just like have a a chat and mm-hmm. you could like listen in, yeah, live. Um, yep. And you could like engage with us on there. So if you're ever like how I am with podcasts, where I'm like I'm friends with, yeah, these are my with, friends. These are my friends. Yeah. Like, you could actually we, like we could take our parasocial relationship the, to the next step. Like it'll in be the Discord. Like yeah. you could talk to us, and also we'll talk to you in the Discord. yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so because also it's just like a very fun, cultivated. You know, every I mean, we all share sensibilities because we're all super yeah. into the same stuff, and it's just a very fun place. And also, it is. I'm in so many discords. I've been doing tabletop gaming you know i'm like i'm like dabbling in tabletop gaming i might do my first dungeons and dragons campaign soon oh you should talk to my brother-in-law he is (gasps) oh yeah he's really really like a dm right is he like Uh, a dungeon master yeah and he works for for like a tabletop gaming company so (gasps) okay okay we'll offline this after yeah we will well and this was just all to say i'm very excited about it i'm getting little into it dabble dabble you know but it's very fun and i played a game of thrones game yesterday with some people that i met um in a discord and it's just like fun because we all just like jumped into his discord we were in there for a couple hours we just like did this like fun little we didn't even play a game we just like created our house like if we were in game of thrones like what would our house be and we had like a slogan and a sigil and we and we had to roll the dice to figure out if we were like how old our house was and then we were ancient so then we had to roll it our (laughs) dice nine times to figure out like what had happened in our history and we just kept getting um madness which was like incest and like just people you know like very targaryen yeah very targaryen yeah um and so it was fun we were just laughing the whole time and just it was so fun and anyway so discord's great that's all to say discord's great yeah um it's really fun. Um, yeah. yeah, so check that out. Also on our website, we have some merch. It's dtfepodcast.com. Oh, yeah. We have some fun merch in there. Uh, we got hats. We got mm-hmm. mugs. We got um, we got all kinds of stuff. Check it out. Yeah, we got stuff. We got stuff. We got stuff. Oh, my gosh. You were uh, wearing your hat on Saturday. It was so cute. I was like, oh, my God. I was, like, fully incognito. I had, like, sunglasses, face mask, hat on. <laughs> Everybody's like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like all sick, like rolling up like, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I can't stay. I don't feel good. Yeah. My yeah. hair was all greasy. So I had the hat on. Yep. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, do you have anything fucked up this week? Um. Hmm. I don't. Yeah. I think I, I really got it all out of my system last week. I feel like a lot of 
weird shit happen. Anything fucked up for you this week? Um, no, I don't think so. No, I, I, uh, I think maybe I had something earlier, but now I can't, I can't think of anything. Um, so we can just get into it, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, I want to give like a content warning because we're, mm-hmm. this episode, you probably already read the description, so you know what it, what we're talking about, but we're going to get a little bit into, we're not going to get into the details of like animal harm, but we are going to like talk about that as a general topic. Mm-hmm. So just want to like give that content warning. You know, people, people are very sensitive about that. Like that's like yeah. one of the one things you can't write comedy sketches mm-hmm. about is like an animal getting hurt Mm -hmm. just letting everyone know but we're not gonna get into that too much and it's still gonna be light and funny and fun because why else would we be here you know yeah well and we're not gonna be making fun of the the that we're making we're gonna be making fun of PETA okay yeah 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 we're talking about the organization people for the ethical treatment of animals Mm -hmm. um the organization that uh touts itself as a like you know hardcore activism for animals and Mm -hmm. while they have done many good things they're extremely problematic in a variety of ways and we're going to discuss all the shit about them so um (laughs) you may you might be a big fan of PETA um and that's okay yeah no shade um but I don't know. Maybe after this, maybe not so much. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe you don't, you never, you never really thought about it. Maybe you just are always like, they're weird or they're cool. I don't know. My brother used to be a, a big donor to PETA. Well, not a big donor, but like, you said, that to was his thing. To, yeah. Cause yeah. my brother is a huge animal guy. So, yeah. so yeah. Um, whatever your feelings about it, we're going to, eh, there's some shit. That I didn't even know, and it's crazy. So let's yeah. uh, let's get. I into didn't. It. I don't think I knew they were like problematic until recently, and people had been saying like, "Oh, it's pretty problematic." I'd seen some videos and like heard some comments, and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't realize." And now today, I realize. Yeah, I yeah, I'm aware. I, the 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 lengths that they've gone to are just a bit much sometimes. Yeah. So. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals is an American animal rights nonprofit organization which is based in Norfolk, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And it was le- it's led and founded by Ingrid Newkirk, uh, its international president. Mm. Um, and the organization report, PETA reports that they have entities um, all over the globe and have 9 mil- million members, like, worldwide um but so like it's a lot. you probably just sign up on the website yeah they they that's what they say yeah i mean i'm a member of a bunch of shit aclu yeah. planned parenthood and they're all like you know <laughs> but you actually like are you know yeah yeah, yeah do things okay. for for the, i guess those but what i'm saying is i just signed up like like i yeah you could you just signed your name and you're yeah it could just be an email list that they're talking about <laughs> it could be it could just be like one time you have to cut off a, a UPS, UPC code on a box of Triscuits and you mail it in and you're a lifetime member and we have over 9 million members. See, that's even too much work for that's some people. That's a lot people, of work, yeah. So, I don't know. Okay, you'll play uh, this. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's still work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they were founded in March of 1980 by Ingrid Newkirk and her lover, fellow animal rights activist Alex Pacheco. Oh, lovers. Uh, I, I, well, like they, I think, fell in love later, but I don't know. Oh, um, okay. I don't care. Uh, the, <laughs> they first came to the public's attention in the summer of 1981 during what became known as the Silver Spring Monkeys case. Silver Spring is a uh, is a city in uh, Virginia. Mm, okay. Or is it Maryland? Silver Spring, Maryland? Maryland, I think. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I don't want to get too deep on the horror show that this was, mm. uh, the Silver Spring Monkeys case, 
because like you're saying the content of what was happening was so so bad it was a lab basically in silver spring oh. and um yeah so animal if you want to google yeah it was animal testing but right. really gruesome so google yeah. it if you want to read more about it but it i'm telling you it's really fucked up so just warning on that one animal uh, testing is generally pretty gruesome like they're not just mm-hmm. like putting shampoo on cats or whatever you know like i don't know what people think of it is but uh it's pretty bad which is why it's been banned in a lot of instances yeah and and also it's such a big deal when companies are like this these products are not tested on animals like yeah because that stuff's gross yeah it's um yeah the the shit that's that happens is really really rough um uh but basically in this circumstance experiments are being conducted by this researcher edward taub on 17 macaque uh monkeys inside the institute of behavioral research in silver spring maryland yes maryland Mm. that's okay um this this case led to the first police raid in the united (gasps) states on an animal laboratory and it triggered an amendment in 1985 to the United States Animal Welfare Act Whoa. and became the first animal testing case to be appealed to the United States Supreme Court, which uh, actually upheld a Louisiana state court ruling that denied PETA's request for custody of the monkeys. Whoa. So this was like a whole big deal. And it like really like freaked people out when they saw what had happened yeah. because basically Alex pacheco he got a job at this lab Mm. and went undercover and like you know documented everything that was happening uh pictures and stuff um so there was all this proof that they were doing horrible things to these monkeys and uh the public was like what the fuck and the united states government was like uh what are you doing Oh no! I, f- I um, there's some sort of monkeys gorilla um, news reporting. There's some sort of pun or joke in here. I just want to know oh. that. I haven't figured it out, but I do gotcha. want to say there is one somewhere. Gotcha, gotcha. Like gorilla, like <laughs> yeah, gorilla journalism. Yeah, yeah, gorilla okay. journalism. Monkeys, PETA. There's you know we're swimming around it. It's gonna okay. take too long to figure it out. I just want to say I'm aware. <laughs> Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, after PETA initially re- uh, lost the request for custody of the monkeys, mm. they went in on an all-out war, like legal war, with uh, to to gain custody. Dang. A 10-year battle uh, in the courts for custody of the monkeys, which was described by the Washington Post as a vicious mud fight during which both sides accused the other of lies and distortion. Uh, But this transformed PETA into a national, then international movement. So they, the whole, you know, the way that they just kind of like went in on the legal battle just continually raised awareness over 10 years. I don't even think... The lifespan of a macaque monkey is that long, honestly, no, especially ones that, that have setting. been in this predicament. Yeah. yeah. So um, it just they just really hit on it over and over again and just kept reminding the public about this horrible thing every time they would go to court with uh, trying to gain custody. Um, so by February of 1991, it claimed over 350,000 supporters, a paid staff of over 100, and an annual budget of over seven million. Wow! So they really, they really capitalized on this uh, unfortunate um, thing. Yeah, but they were working. Like they were they like were working. working to like get this thing to raise awareness. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the way they created awareness in people worldwide of the mistreatment of animals in, a, in different types of industries was something that had never really happened before, and it took off. Like, people were pissed. Mm-hmm. They, I, I think the, the awareness of this was totally not something no, that existed. people didn't know about it. Yeah. No. I don't think I, – I mean, I don't – I remember the 90s being a shift for, like, 
products mm-hmm. tested on animals or not tested on animals. Like, that was never anything that they put on the bottles before, you know, like of your products mm-hmm. or whatever. Or like cruelty free or right. whatever. Cruelty- yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is no one even knew what was going on. I mean, people still don't, I think, understand the extent of like the types of animals they test on. Like, mm-hmm. how, I don't know, like beagles are dogs that are frequently tested on and they just Mm -hmm. rescued like thousands of them from a testing facility somewhere in the u.s Mm -hmm. and we're trying to find like not not PETA, but you know like an organization um just like freed a bunch and it's wild that people are still like testing on beagles like what it's so wild i know um i mean and even like mice which you know we're not we're not like we're like oh that's a that's a rodent, rodent whatever yeah but it's it's an animal you know it's it's mm-hmm. it's it has feelings and and it's yeah they're fucking cute too like it's sad um it's sad i mean you're like actively harming something but mm-hmm. you know this is like gonna be my theme throughout it's like you know it's such it none of this is black and white and mm-hmm. i think like PETA's stance is that it is black and white But then, you know, there have been, like, huge scientific advancements that have been first performed on animals and because humans can't be the first, you know? Like, but also humans have been. True. And also humans have been. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, yeah, in bad situations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all very much... I don't have like a, a an official stance on any of this, but I know like it's de- it's definitely like a, an ethics conversation and a philosophical conversation, and like mm-hmm. it's heavy. That's why no one is has like solved or this, you know. Like no, there's no like, yeah. Right and wrong. I I think I think I mean it's it's definitely wrong to fucking harm animals. Like yeah. we we know that that it's it's pretty pretty. But also, like, you want to cure you know. cancer? What What if you can, like, kill some mice to figure out how to fucking cure cancer for people? Like, that's then it's like a different question. Yeah. So it's wild. It, it is. It's fucked. Not saying that's right, but it's um, a question. Yeah. But PETA really inserts itself in a way that is very problematic. Yeah. And what made it might have started out as a very, like, noble undertaking, like, I think has as it grew into this bigger organization kind of got I don't know distorted in a lot of ways so PETA uh they they oppose factory farming fur farming animal testing and the use of animals and entertainment Mm -hmm. among other things like that was like the very first things that they were like this shit sucks and it's true it does like all all those things are rough yeah, no, um, the animals are not treated well in any of those scenarios. No, uh, it also they also campaign for uh, vegan lifestyle. Um, they're against eating meat, obviously. Um, yeah, you know, fishing, um, killing but of animals. They're not just against eating meat if it's vegan. Like they're against using any animal byproduct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like eggs and milk. Eggs and, and, and dairy. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even like, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, gelatin, stuff like that, like in any animal byproduct, um, killing of animals regarded as pests. So like rodents, uh, keeping of chained backyard dogs, cockfighting, dogfighting, beekeeping and bullfighting. Oh, beekeeping. Interesting. I wonder why that's problematic. I I guess because it's like they feel like holding the, the queen hostage or something. Yeah, like the <laughs> bees are working for you. Humans? Oh, interesting. That's but weird. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's I don't know how to feel about that. That's Yeah. They that's, also like are against people like having seeing eye dogs and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pets. Like in general. Like, it, it just pets in general. Yeah. yeah. Um it's, do they do they think of you know how you said like animal like the killing of animals regarded as pests are insects do insects fall in that category? 
I mean, insects are not animals. They're insects. Oh, so they're okay with killing cockroaches or whatever. I mean, unless, like, these people are, you know, claiming to be, like, Jainists, which is, yeah, like, yeah. The, against the killing kill of any living thing. Yeah, anything. Um, I don't know. Who's to say? Huh. Where's the, where, is that where the line is drawn? I don't know. That's you know? what I'm saying. And it's, it's almost like if that's, if that is where the line is drawn. Because of like bee, okay. beekeeping? That that's bees a Bees are insects? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very curious. Um, I'm sure I'm, yeah. I have the feeling that they're against any, like, bug killing. Yeah, I think, I think that's probably a, yeah. a fair statement. Yeah. So, that's kind of just some background about them generally and like how they started and where how they got so how they got put on the map um and before we go in on PETA we I will say that the organization has done a lot to Mm -hmm. move forward animal welfare in the U.S. and globally um they've used extreme tactics over the decades to get results and New Kirk is outspoken in her support of direct action um right she should have been in, I mean, you know, she's doing what she's doing. She's founded an organization, but like this woman is a PR powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, what's your weirdest, craziest idea? Let's do There's it. There's no bad ideas. Yeah. <laughs> she's a woman that says there is there are zero bad ideas. And I'm talking like fucking weird shit that is a bad idea. Yeah. She'll do it. She'll do it. Yeah. If she's it like gets evil atta- can evil. If it gets any kind of attention whatsoever, she's into it. Yeah. Um, but her 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 main like focus is direct action, and mm-hmm. she's written that no movement for social change has ever succeeded without what she calls the militarism co- component. Ooh. Quote: Thinkers may prepare revolutions, but bandits must carry them out. Um, Militant. She she's like I'm the thinker, but we need the militants. Yeah, I mean it's like a little PETA army. Yeah, like it, it is like it could be violent. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, like it, it I I tend to agree in some ways, but man, I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute. Dude, so also the, Pete is a cult. Let's just get that out there. There's no way this isn't a cult and she's the leader. It, it It's it's the the I'll talk about it later. OK, there, okay. there's just too much to get through. Um, The main form of direct action uh, that they utilize is is people from PETA going undercover into slaughterhouses, dairy and poultry farms, labs, circuses, ranches, pet stores, whatever, and recording the horrible conditions and treatment of animals. Like literally people that work for PETA will go apply for jobs at these types of places, Yeah, work for months under the guise of just being like a normal person, but the whole time they're like recording yeah. all kinds of heinous stuff, which is kind of fucking badass. Expose. Um, that's some, that's fucking like, yeah, like guerrilla journalism. Like they're getting in there. They're just like yeah. doing the work and yeah. to expose this shit. It's pretty, it's pretty smart and like cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's the kind of shit that you would hope for any activist organization to yeah. do. Like, as long as it's, like, truthful and there's context in it, all that, like, and it's fully laid out and you're, like, getting everything recorded, then great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so many of their undercover operations have resulted in companies being investigated further by the government, uh, mm-hmm. which has in turn resulted in fines and changes to company policy. And, you know, all that is great. Um, but mostly PETA gets into huge lawsuits with corporations because Ooh. of this practice. When you have uh, a person who becomes an employee yeah. who is like recording. A narc. is A fucking narc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you know you sign employee agreements saying that you won't do this kind of shit and it's it's like it's fucking kind of 
Yeah, but also, espionage, I guess, well, also, but. why are these corporations doing fuck shit that they're not supposed to be doing or, you know, that, that, that they're hiding? You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like this is how we were able to expose the meat industry and all the horrible practices for like and say like the safety concerns that people had about mm-hmm. the meat industry in like the 50s or whatever. 30s. 60s. Yeah. Oh, OK. 30s. Yeah. So it's like fucking, you know, this shit needs to happen. Um, and they oh, were, yeah. they had co- like cogs that were willing to go fucking do the dirty work. Yeah. And they also like, this is part of their strategy of keeping attention yeah. and outrage churning. Mm-hmm. This is how they raise money also. Oh. Staying, staying in the news by doing these like really intense gonzo kind of things. Yeah. Is what keeps the attention and the focus on. So it's like these corporations, these companies that have these things happen are like fucked. No, even if they, you know, win the lawsuit or nothing actually horrible happens to them. They're tainted. They're tainted. The public yeah. opinion, you know, is going to change. Yeah. Uh, so if undercover recording and picking fights with shitty corporations was all that PETA did, I would be fine with them. But unfortunately... They have a whole other level of fuckery going on that has greatly overshadowed their entire original purpose, I personally believe. Yeah. Um, I I mean, they have like levels of fuckery. But real quick, before we get into that, another one more cool thing that I think they've done in recent years. They do this like counterintuitive thing. This is like high level corporate espionage or something like it's like. You know, not sending people in to do, like, guerrilla journalism. It's, like, higher levels, and, and it, it's, like, very white-collar. But they they go in, and they'll purchase stock in public companies that are, like, restaurant business, you know, like, food, apparel, businesses that sell meat, leather, like, animal products, byproducts, goods, whatever. And they'll mm-hmm. qualify as a shareholder. And then once they have enough shares to, like, be someone who gets to vote and, like, participate on the board and stuff, they go in and they're and they just, like, cause a ruckus until and they're basically, like, holding the board hostage. And then they'll be like, yeah, um, you're not going to be able to do anything because I'm not going to, like, use my vote to, like, I'm just going to, like, block everything you want to happen until... You look at these resolutions that we've put together and and these issues that we want you to handle and you like make some changes, which is. I hate it so much on the one hand and I love it so much on the one hand. It's like, yeah, yeah it's legal. And they can and they're do using it. the system. They're using the they're system. They're using the system. And it's kind of like, yeah. yeah, I could see how that's really annoying and yeah, kind of bratty. There's something bratty about it, but also okay. it's like, okay. I have I had this joke later on in the episode, but <laughs> if PETA was a person, it'd be uh-huh. Kirsten Cinema. I don't even know who that is. The fucking senator who is a quote unquote Democrat, but they just block everything because oh. they are a they're actually like a corporate sh- shill and like Oh my god. She just sucks ass. And she dresses like I don't even know. She's just she's so fucking obnoxious. She sucks. If you know who Kirsten Cinema is, you know what I'm talking about. Oh my god! Or like Joe. Her Manchin. and her and Joe Manchin are the ones oh, okay. that like hold everything up. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because yeah. of how annoying they are. Oh my god. She's especially annoying, and she's like very like Gen X, like which is also like what I associate with PETA. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So. I don't know. It's yeah, just that's well. I, and my thing, too, was like it feels very like white woman, uh, mm-hmm. like kind of saying that, you know, reverse racism is a thing. And um, and we, you know, like and you're just like, oh, this is very cringe and not right. Oh, yeah. I'll, I have so many thoughts and feelings yeah. on that. later. Oh, my God. OK. Uh, but anyway, so. Uh, so, yes, they've done a lot of good things. And I definitely respect direct action as a form of activism because it does help draw attention to an is- any a given issue quickly. Mm-hmm. And typically the reactions to direct actions help speed up change. But sometimes the shit can be distracting from the main goal of what the whole point of, of a movement is about. And yeah. even worse, 
it can be harmful to the cause and the animals themselves. Yeah. And PETA is a perfect example of this shit. Um, It's gone so far overboard, especially with their marketing that I don't know. It's just it's a mess. Yeah, they're they're considered like a radical activist group at this point, I think, because of a lot like what you're saying, like a lot of the tactics they've used in the um, direct action, because some of it has been um, unkind is like too generous. It has been like destructive. They've Mm -hmm. been associated with um, other groups, like kind of fringier groups like Animal Liberation Front or ALF and also Stop Huntingdon Animal Cruelty, which is known as SHAC. And those two groups have taken and been um, like uh, found guilty of taking violent actions such as planting firebombs at restaurants that serve meat and like taking down butcher shops and also targeting people who they feel have harmed animals like at their homes like these people are like going like there's even been um like uh murder yeah this is giving the same energy like to me this is the same energy as people who are like extremely pro-life who murder yeah abortion doctors yeah and and you know like target right, like pipe bombs doctors yeah, yeah yeah in clinics and shit yeah totally yeah like, this is the it's the same thing it's like it's you're like you're so you're blinded. so obsessed yeah, and yeah that you're actually harming humans like you're hurting right. people like what like what's the you know it, it's very pro-life energy yeah, yeah. to me it I is think. for sure for you sure know? yeah um it's weird oh also okay this i just want to like we're gonna have some like not funny but we're gonna have some like cringier stuff but i do want to talk real quick um about they've been in a lot of hot water for the past decade but honestly it goes back to like the early 90s if you look at their stats because they're they have a shelter in virginia and they have excruciatingly low adoption rates at their shelter so in 2011 the atlantic had an article because there was a report that came out that some actual like anti-animal harm you know activists were like really called out like they were like hey this is like a red flag what's going on with PETA and this is kind of like when everything started to come out in terms Mm. of like how they run their business Mm -hmm. um so in 2011 the Atlantic reported that they euthanized 99% of the cats that they quote-unquote rescued and 94% of the dogs and like in the 90% like percentile no like I don't even think kill shelters have the, that, that is a high. kill shelter. That is a. I mean, I think kill shelters try harder to get the animals People to adopted. adopt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and and a spokesperson for Pete at the time told the Atlantic, and I'm just paraphrasing, that because they accept pets that are in such like dire condition, like and and quote unquote nobody wants these pets, euthanizing them is a humane ending for those pets who have been like abandoned and unloved. So they just like fully justified the fact that their adoption rate was like five less than five percent or you know three percent like average and they fucking uh just were like yeah well you know it's that's the nicest thing to do and it i don't know not and i wouldn't say i i'm not sure if i disagree but with this organization like, like, I don't know how I feel about, you know, like, there's a lot of animals and there's not enough homes. And at some point, yeah. I don't know, th- shit is fucking hard. But, like, the, the PETA having this stance feels rude. It feels inauthentic. It's, yeah, it's very much the, like, opposite of their yeah message. It's like yeah, yeah. they get, they rescue the animals and they're like, oh, we better kill them. You know, it's like... <laughs> What? They're like, we're going to go save all these mice from this, you know, cosmetic company testing on them or whatever, whatever. But then we're going to kill them because nobody wants mice as pets. Gross. Yeah. Like it's or like they they rescue like an old dog, like old yeah. dog from, you know, an abusive like a terrible. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, 
instead of letting it run around on a farm upstate, we're yeah. gonna just kill it. You right. know, which it's so uh, like it's so weird. What I don't know, man. It's and and it because like the whole thing is like their whole thing is like animals have the right to be like free or whatever. Yeah. And it's, but like you're making the decision for them to euthanize them. So what? What is your whole position, really? Like, yeah. I don't understand any of this yeah. at all. It's it very makes weird. no sense. I know. Well, there was, like, a lot of backlash after that came out. And so they've improved their numbers since then. And, for example, like, in 2019, the kill rate at their shelter was 62%. So they're finding more homes for the pets. But it still seems high. Like, it should be a no-kill. Yeah. That's period. Full stop. Like, what are we talking? What what are we doing here? So they also have associated themselves as an ally to a group called Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. So, like, basically to align themselves in terms of, like, nutrition values. And, like, you don't need to eat meat to have a nice, healthy diet. And you don't need dairy and all this stuff. Like, they're like, and uh, look. I see. Look at this committee, Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. They're they're in agreement with us, and isn't that interesting? And they and they don't believe in testing on animals to yeah. like find medicinal, you know, whatever safe safe medicine, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, okay, so the this is a group of conscientious doctors promoting good nutrition, and they're separate from us. But then come to find out, no, they're not. It's a fucking PETA front. It's a group that like PETA started. Of doctors that were already into PETA. And then they're like, hey, can you back us up on this? It's basically their Finsta. Like, they just <laughs> created this group of of doctors to, like, also say exactly the same thing they're saying, but, like, from a different handle. Um, and the, um, It's like, this This guy's not, like, he's, like, a, a doctor. He's, like, a, a radiologist or something. He's, like, yeah. not, like, a nutritionist or something. You know, it's, like, yeah, yeah. all these. He's ra- a chiropractor. Do- a chiropractor, not even a doctor. <laughs> I know. That's what I said. Oh, my God. But the American Medical Association calls this uh, group, the PCRM, a, a quote-unquote pseudo, pseudo-physicians group that has demanded, and ha- they have demanded that PCRM stop its inappropriate and unethical tactics used to manipulate public opinion. And it also argues that PCRM has been blatantly misleading Americans and concealing its true purpose as an animal rights organization. <laughs> Ooh, the AMA is like, um, excuse me, I can see that you are a senator from the South that just tweeted using your Finsta as a sexy lady to comment on someone's shit and we all see you and this is a scandal now oh my god <laughs> uh they're just yeah. so cringy they're so cringy um I, yeah it, that's what like that's what we're i think both sensing is like the privilege of like a white woman uh-huh like the privilege and uh like unchecked energy of like a boss babe yeah it's yeah i do um especially like in the 2000s like part of their marketing campaign uh like they were always posting these like crazy naked Mm -hmm. uh ads and stuff with like celebrities posing naked and stuff like pam anderson yeah, I'd rather yeah. go naked than wear fur or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was all very, um, like, it was using women's bodies in a way that was just so salacious. Mm-hmm. And just to, like, get attention. It wasn't even, like, about animals anymore. It was just, yeah. like, I don't know. It was just, like, look at this naked woman, like, I don't know. And it would just be so it it used like this this tactic that is like pretty gross to Yeah. I don't know, bring attention to their organization. Well, they've used like a lot of gross like yeah, like uh ableist tactics. They've exploited six 
sick people, children, women, like you were just talking about, etc. They've spread blatant misinformation. They get oh in trouble God. for it all the fucking time because they go after companies and and illnesses even and they say fucking bullshit that they try to substantiate in some white paper that the you know that the group they created published or whatever and it's like this isn't this is not true and you need to take this shit down but by then so much harm is already done this is the thing it's like yeah jenny mccarthy's of the world fucking Mm -hmm. glom onto that and then when you tell them actually this wasn't true they won't fucking listen one of their most heinous uh, advertising or marketing, fundraising campaigns, whatever, was um, they did like a got like a play on like the got milk um, uh, ads. Yeah. And just because it was milk, a byproduct. So they wanted to like really um, get on that because yeah. obviously they hate milk. Um, <laughs> but they were like. They were like doing all these ads like got beer instead of got milk. And then they did one that was got autism because they extrapolated some data from a a paper that was totally wrong um, linking autism and dairy products, which is just it's so it's like very, very dangerous to do that shit. That was one of the most heinous ones they they did and it, they did a couple more like got some what you know fill in the blank situation uh the got beer one pissed off mothers against drunk driving and it's like what the fuck are you doing like it, it's so heinous it's so the misinformation and the like like seemingly promoting i don't know it's just it's so it's beyond gross did uh, i think they attacked like so many people like fuck rudy giuliani but also in the 90s i think he had or um testicular cancer yeah that one they did got cancer and they they were trying to link link milk to hit like dairy products to to his cancer his cancer prostate cancer because i think he had also done a got milk ad like around Uh that time or whatever oh it's it's just so it's just like such a bad look all the time and and it's like funny about them that they're so willing to go there and it's almost funny it's like they'll seriously do anything like we said earlier like no idea is a bad idea or whatever like but but also like no these are bad ideas and you're going unchecked and you're doing whatever the fuck you want and it's not it's unkind and it's just wrong i don't know it's so fucking this is why people don't like PETA, essentially yeah that they did it and the some of the um there's they had a super bowl ad that was like they oh they yeah submitted and it got banned the, the- <laughs> yeah because it claimed if it said last longer go vegan it was like a fucking false claim that if you're vegan you can have mm-hmm. sex longer like you could last longer and it was like a really horny ad which the super bowl does not shine away from horny but what they don't like is fucking lies you can't just make false claims well they don't even really like horny that much but you know like well they like, like sexy ladies they like sexy ladies but yeah that's it yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah also like nobody wants it to be that long like calm down Ugh. oh my god <laughs> seriously like i don't oh no one has yeah. the energy or time for that. Dude, I'm fucking tired. Also, like, all you do is talk about how you're vegan. Shut the fuck up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, also, why are you fucking a vegan? <laughs> no. um, it's like um, these, the like, PETA people make veganism their personality also, it seems like. Like, this is, like, all part and parcel. It's, like, all yeah. the Venn diagram is a circle. Um, it's, yeah, they're just, like, they're really, it's really, like, the, they're trying to win this, like, moral high ground of that doesn't exist, and no one else is, like, fighting for it. Yeah, it's, and, and the um, equivalences, the equivocations that they're making with some of their advertising campaigns are extremely fucked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in 2003, there was a campaign that featured images of Jewish people in Holocaust internment camps mm-hmm. next to animals being raised for meat in an effort to equate the suffering of humans and animals. It's uh, Fuck you. 
It's fuck gross. you, Peta, forever. And it's not even like you'd be like, oh, maybe that's what they're inferring. Mm-hmm. No, it's like famous images from like Auschwitz and shit. Like you mm-hmm. know, you've seen that in a history book, and it's next to like fucking chickens or whatever, and you're just like, the fuck, like. Obviously, they got in trouble for that, you know. Um, And then in 2009, they sent two activists to protest the Westminster dog show, donning white robes, like white KKK robes, uh, to suggest that animal breeders were as bad as white supremacists, creating a, quote, master race of canines. (laughs) Oh, my God. Literally two people white people in fucking white hooded robes down at the fucking Westminster dog show, just walking around being like, you guys are the worst. Like, this is what you like. What? It doesn't even make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. It's like they are so far in their like little bubble of self-righteousness that they're they have no self-awareness. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually wild. It's like it's like they it's like their self-righteousness meets like edge edginess it's like mm-hmm. how edgy can can we out edgy our edge and mm-hmm. then it's just like yes let's use kkk and holocaust imagery to like get people's attention no 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 let's not do that that already has they those have their own meanings already let's like leave that alone maybe just like talk about how you think this is bad i think you could just talk about it in a way that's yeah. like not like taking people will still be mad people People will still be mad you you don't need to like you don't need to make them mad mad to where they hate you like this is what's happened now we hate you now we now we hate and we don't want to listen to any fucking thing you have to say because you have invalidated every single argument you've made and nobody wants to hear about it like what the fuck this is why I think Pete is a cult and they just do a lot of drugs. And that's how they come up with a lot of these ideas. Like they're fucking, I mean, they're vegan. So maybe they're doing like shrooms or like acid or something. Like who knows what they're doing. But I just feel like they're, they're having these like ayahuasca. Who knows? They're getting fucked up and they're just saying the first things that come to them. They're writing them down. And before anybody sobers up, they're sending those to the out to the network of of activists and people are executing these ideas without critical thinking and Mm. it is a bad idea there's something broken that needs to be fixed because for example exhibit a in 2021 PETA asked the mlb to rename the bullpen to an (laughs) quote unquote (laughs) an arm barn (laughs) I cannot. I cannot. Arguing. Okay, they argue that the term bullpen has specious, speciest roots because it oh, is where bulls are held God. before they are slaughtered. Shut the fuck up. Shut, Shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Arm barn. This is. Arm barn. <laughs> this is not an arm barn. Okay. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It's just not. First of all, arm barn. That cannot be real. That doesn't sound good, first of all. Arm barn. It ha- it's too, like, it doesn't feel good in the mouth. It doesn't sound good. Mm-mm. It's not interesting. I get doesn't it. doesn't roll off the tongue. Why? Also, why have a barn in it at all? Like, you, could, you couldn't think of, of, like, something unrelated to animals? Arm pen. <laughs> Arm pen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh, my God. Okay. I hate it. And then, I know, Exhibit B. Okay, PETA in oh i forget what i think this was in 2009 maybe um they they had a uh they wanted to rename fish to sea kittens that was their campaign they had like a whole campaign around this where they wanted to rename fish sea kittens because they thought who they're fucking wild who knows what they think but you know i think they thought oh people won't eat fish if it's kittens they're so dumb. I They're just, so dumb. Stupid. Oh my god! And then just exhibit C is just go to their TikTok because it is fucking wild. Okay, it's all like, oh, it's just all white people with dreadlocks like vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like this is not. You, it's so misinformed. It feels like they're taking things from other people. All of it just is yuck. 
Um, and one of their most recent TikToks, they're shaming people. They're like, oh, I bet you think this they're like, I bet you think this looks good, don't you? Or whatever. And it's a crab being cut down the middle. Like they're shaming people like, oh, if you think this is if you look at this and think yum, you're fucked up or whatever. And then it like goes into what if this was a cat or a dog? Like you wouldn't be saying yum then like that's speciesism or whatever. And it's oh just like, God. do you not? You don't understand <laughs> like the world Oh, I don't they, know. Well, so they have they have this word that's made up called speciesism. Yeah, Speci- speciesism. 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 Yeah, it's a made up term. Yeah, and when you go to their website, the header is this uh, image that says bigotry begins when categories such as race, age, gender, disability, sexual orientation, or species are used to justify discrimination. Nope. And it has a picture of a chimpanzee, a mouse, and a, a chicken. Very dignified, like, you like know. Emo- like sh- human emotions. Yeah. Like, 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 it's so bizarre. And it says, end speciesism. <laughs> and they have completely hijacked a valid... Like, I don't know. It's just they they've they've reappropriated this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Which is what they do. Like activism for you know, uh, it like how you're saying like it feels like very white woman claiming yeah. reverse racism. Yeah. Um, it's actually worse because this whole thing is very much. It's just a false equivalency, and it's 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 uh reappropriating this this type of this made up word and unlike reverse racism, the plight of animal cruelty is real. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and there should of course be activism and awareness about animal cruelty. Um, but you do not get to create an entire marketing campaign around a made up word that equivocates the oppression of people of color and systemic racism with animal cruelty. Yeah. Like, they're two separate and very serious things. Yeah. And when you lump them together in such a salacious way, you make them both seem so unserious and that, and all the messaging is just cynical after that. Um, it, it, it it just doesn't, it, it makes it all like, you know, it goes to the point of, it, it makes it all parody at that point. So yeah, like we're all like laughing and rolling our eyes, even though like and then you're and then it's diminishing what the point of all of this was in the first place, which is to call attention to animal cruelty, which on its own is standalone awful. Like we can all see that and agree without equating it to fucking internment camps or the plight of black people in this country and saying that's the same thing as like eating crab. Sorry. Not the same thing. Humans are humans and animals are animals. I'm sorry. Like, that's – it's not the same. Well, and it even further, it hurts the the movement because people totally. see people see them making this, like, uh, almost like a joke, basically. Yeah, yeah. Their, totally. their entire website is, like, ridiculous. It feels like parody, like you said. It feels yeah. like parody. And it actually makes people go the opposite way. And, like, be like, well, fuck this. I'm definitely eating – you know every yeah. animal that I that I can like yeah you know, it's just like it, it it's actually or it or it just makes people just say I don't give a fuck whatever they say is probably not true because they're so unserious yes. and like so all over the place so yeah like inconsistent messaging like it just like the whole thing with like the euthanizing all the pets and then being like don't eat but don't eat crab it's like what what like what are you talking about? It's like they it's like they're the the I hate to use this as a as a the saying as a any kind of animal associated with any kind of saying when I talk about PETA but it's like the dog that caught the car. Oh they, yeah. Like they they really just got to this place where they rescued animals and now they don't know what the fuck to do with them. I know. You know, it's like, 
it, it's just like people who are pro-life they like don't want to actually take care of babies no they don't actually want to give mothers and children you know any kind of help they just don't they just want to kill abortion doctors yeah well (laughs) and it is very similar to that because there is like this fight for a moral high ground that Pete is the mm -hmm. only one that's engaged in it Mm -hmm. people are not out here being like we should harm animals like no one wants to do that like no yeah I mean you know if you're a serial killer but listen we can't we not we're not speaking on their behalf (laughs) no 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 but um yeah it's just like they're trying to take this moral high ground and so they're like shaming everyone for everything without this is this is why it feels so like white lady with dreadlocks to me because they're not taking into account like cultural differences or access to things like you want to go shame and I don't know that they do this but this is what it feels like they would Mm -hmm. do it's like you want to go shame like Inuit you know tribes and and say that you oh you eat whale or whatever like fuck you for eating whale and it's like well what else like this is what is available to Mm -hmm. indigenous people in the frozen tundra of you know Iceland and green whatever you know so it's just like I don't know there's just something very like not thought through uh, with all of this and it's and I just think wow what a privileged place to be that like you don't even have to think any of this shit through because like ultimately this is just PR and it doesn't affect you so well I mean ultimately it all is a it's all everything they do is a fundraising scheme yeah, yeah, Everything yeah. they do is to manufacture outrage. It's right. not actually yeah. about saving animals anymore at this point. I, I don't think. It's not about the the, the uh, protection uh, yeah. a, of animals. It is purely to um, manufacture outrage and raise money off of that outrage. It is yeah. It's simply a – it's all fundraising tactics. So, so wild. It's so, it's so wild to think like – you would think that – PETA would be more of like maybe like a a leftist like more liberal organization but the way that they go about their business it feels very like right-wing conservative like I mean all political ideologies turn into a horseshoe at some point you know it's like it's like this is that's why you know you can't go from one extreme to to the other Mm -hmm. I, I like any kind of extreme ideology is always gonna have gonna have some... problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so, gonna be fringy. It's gonna be fringy. Yeah. Well, man. So this shit is not worth your time or energy. No. no. Uh, I understand. Like people want to give money to things that matter, yeah. and they've made it seem like they do work that matters. And really, I don't know that they actually they have made some differences i will i will give them that Uh, oh i i think i think that's not all they do they 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 haven't just they if all they did was raise awareness about like certain companies and corporations yeah um that engage in animal cruelty it'd be fine but that's not all they do they have this other underbelly to them that is more concerned with like fundraising yeah probably to pay off all their legal bills (laughs) yeah probably yeah I feel like a better place to donate is probably like your local no-kill shelters and Mm -hmm. you know like if you are passionate about uh, like organizations that are saving you know beagles or whatever like there there are those are like their own separate organizations that you can donate to and i'm sure they would love to take your money and they're actually going out there and and saving and rehousing a lot of these um pets that they save so and they're and they're also the groups that are like getting a lot of the legislation through and Mm -hmm. um yeah i think those are you know it's hard because it's too bad that PETA isn't like it's too bad that they're not a better organization that's more chill fucking doing good work they're just kind of like they lost it they lost the thread completely <laughs> they lost and yeah they lost the i don't know i don't know what uh it'll take for them to get back to being an actual organization that i i like it they need different leadership they they need something 
to change yeah. because they, I, it's pretty, pretty fucked. Um, their mm-hmm. charity navigator score is abysmal. So, <laughs> if you were thinking about you know donating to them in the future, or you still want to, they don't have a good good rating so yeah yeah i do think that's the one of the other things i did want to say is like i know we can do better as humans like in how Mm -hmm. we treat animals and how we produce and consume meat and animal byproducts and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. and and you know i i've talked about it before because i was had like a scared straight moment where i watched uh a few years ago i like watched uh, like a cow you know like right before it was um slaughtered like and it was so distressing and it really shook me and I was like okay you know I'm I'm not gonna eat meat anymore and for the most part I've I eat way less meat mm-hmm. than I used to yeah um and I'm very picky about it uh and when I eat it and Pete and I try and eat more you know vegan meals and we have like purple carrot to thank for that not a plug mm-hmm. Psh, I'll bleep that out um <laughs> they're not paying us um but yeah so but you know everybody's kind of that's but that's the thing like why they're trying to claim this moral high ground that isn't a thing like humans eat meat you know like Mm -hmm. and to say that that's not something everyone should do does not consider everyone's socioeconomic status like where in the world they live their body type like it just it just isn't a choice that you can make for other people that's right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. very similar to the other things we've been comparing them to so yep uh well i don't know that's all i got i can't talk anymore about these i know goddamn assholes. it's so annoying i it they really... I, I just keep looking at their internet their their website. Uh, their website header and it's just so upsetting it Ugh. Is. yeah all right uh talk well, about a good intention god bad oh my god Gone roll bad roll bad um let's see uh follow us on social media yeah at dtfu podcast all the places uh go to our website it's dtfupodcast.com mm-hmm. you and can check our patreon out from there and check our yeah. merch there's so many things on our website it's yeah. like you can get anywhere you want to be with mm-hmm. the website it's Love the key it. to everything um, the magic key yeah that's it uh stay excellent to yourselves and each other and animals. Yeah, and animals. That's nice. And your hum- fellow humans. Yeah. We lo- we gotta we're all in this together, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very delicate ecosystem. It is. We gotta, we gotta, and our planet. Our planet. Just be God excellent. Yeah. Yeah. To everyone and everything, okay? Yeah. I love it. All right. Bye. All right, bye.